hello and welcome to one on one with one to one. Join us every month as we feature schools and tips and tricks to be successful in our one to one program. Today in this episode, it's all about how educators are going the distance for our students during these unprecedented times. Um, teaching online is new to some of our students and using technology is new. So this episode is all about remote learning. I'm Rama Dandy with the technology training team. And with us today, we have Clarence House. Hi, everybody. We also have Renee Henderson. Good morning, everyone. Also, we have Sarah Thomas. Hello, everyone. And we have Ashana Wongwing. Hello, everyone. And we also have our featured guest today, Miss Bonnie Razzler from Kenilworth Elementary School. All right, Clarence, so you want to get us started with the first question with Ms. Razzler? Uh, please tell us more about the students you teach and what a typical day looked like for, for you before schools closed. Sure. Well, again, thanks so much for having me. I'm a big fan of the one-to-one -one with one-on-one -on -one podcast. I listen every month, so this is exciting for me. Um, so I am a fourth grade teacher at Kenilworth Elementary School in Bowie. I teach uh, math and science, so I have two groups of students. I have half of my students for the first half of the day for math and science, and then we switch and I have another group in the afternoon. Luckily, I have uh, really been into digital learning for a few years now, so my students already had some pretty good habits in place. We have, our Google Classroom was established. I had communication set up with my parents through Class Dojo, and these are all things that have made the transition into distance learning a lot easier for us. So having that um, foundation has made for an easier transition for me. So it hasn't been quite as much of a shock to the students going from being together in the building to working together online. Terrific. And what are some things you've done to support and reach your students during school closures? I'm a big believer in the expression uh, Maslow before Bloom. So we need to make sure that our students' basic needs are being met before we can really think more about those educational things. So I started reaching out to them that first Monday that schools were closed. I would just post a question on Google Classroom just to kind of maintain that engagement. And so I could kind of keep, you know, kind of take the temperature of my students so I would know if there were situations or things happening that we needed to maybe get the student or their family some more support sharing with them about the meal programs. We have a site that's very close to our school. So I've been keeping them up to date on being able to go and get food, um, you know, reaching out to the parents as well, making sure that they're aware of all the different kinds of support that are available for them in this really unprecedented time. I mean, this is just, who would have guessed that this is how we, would get, we were gonna wrap up the year, um, you know, with the pandemic and going full digital. So I'm very um, sympathetic to, everything we're going through. I'm a parent myself. And I know that a lot of times for parents, just having questions or that unknown can be really scary. So just making sure that I'm doing my part to keep everyone informed of what is going on in the classroom. Hi, Bonnie. This is Renee. I, I just want to say I've always been really, really impressed with the way you've used uh, digital resources. And we as a team have been trying very hard during this time to make resources is available to teachers all across the district. I wonder how you can give us some 
tips or some clues on how we can best leverage the existing resources to help us help our students during this time. You know, we have our favorites in the office and I know you have your favorites too, but we wanna make sure that we make the best of them. What kind of things are you doing or can you suggest for us to do? Absolutely, and thank you so much. I really love playing with things and um, sharing out through Twitter and Instagram and different social media is what I'm doing. And that's where I get a lot of my ideas too. Seeing what other teachers are already doing, what they consider to be best practice in their classroom. And then as the educator, knowing my students and what they can do and what they already know, seeing how I can adapt different ideas for my classroom. I think at the beginning of this, and we, it feels like, and I'm sure for you guys, you've had a crazy few weeks. It feels like we've been doing this for a while now, but really we're just at the very beginning. So my, um, my, what I have kept in mind as I'm working is, you know, the impulse for me is there to go crazy and throw like every digital tool and have everything integrated and, you know, zoom, zoom, zoom and lasers and just like fun stuff. You sound, right like now, you sound like yeah. me. <laughs> but right now, I don't think is the time. It's not really appropriate for that right now. You know, like I said, people are worried. Um, you know, we're worried about getting sick. We're worried about income. We're worried about what's going to happen. And then with this digital learning, we're adding a whole nother really heavy, like weighted blanket of concern. So although it is very tempting right now to go just crazy and throw everything in. I think at the beginning, we really wanna to try to keep things simple, not just for our students, but for ourselves. Because if you get crazy and then things are having problems, you're gonna be stressed out trying to help other people, trying to help your students. It's just more anxiety piled upon anxiety. So for me, my hope is that as we continue through these next few weeks to slowly kind of ramp it up once, you know, we see what the students can do, um, what they're comfortable with, you know, are the parents, is everyone doing okay? Because there's a lot more at stake now than when we were in the classroom together. Whereas now, you know, we're, we're scattered everywhere. I have students that have left the state, you know, they're, they're gone. So, you know, still trying to maintain that community and not make anyone upset or stressed out with, you know, some crazy laser show that relates to math somehow. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned about um, the family interactions because we have so many of our educators like yourself that are parents too. And they're trying to um, manage dealing with their students who they miss and trying to keep their own children in, um, you know, keeping up with their lessons and being encouraged uh, because these are very, very troubled waters and waters that we haven't been in before. So I wonder if there are some tips that you may have for our educated parents that are out there really trying to help, really hold down two jobs as we are in this time. It feels like about 40 jobs. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm really just giving myself permission to let things go. Um, I have two first graders. They today, for example, had Zoom chats scheduled with their teachers at different times. We have, you know, online work that they need to complete. 
at the same time as one of the tech people for my building, you know, there are there are things that I need to address with my coworkers. You know, they have questions, they have problems. So I know that I'm doing my best. And my best right now is not going to look like my child attending every single Zoom meeting because sometimes the time is not going to work for us. Um, you know, for parents who are trying to work during the day, you know, you have certain things that you need to get done. If you can't get to one of the, the live activities that's happening, the teacher's going to make concessions for that. You know, they can give you a video of the lesson. You're going to be able to catch up in different ways. There's enough to stress out about to not stress out about this. Do your best, you know, do what you can do. But in, you know, in 20 years, when you're thinking about the pandemic of 2020, you're not going to be telling your child, oh my gosh, yes, and we missed five of the 10 a.m. Zoom chats. That's not, that's not what you're going to remember. You know, your, your kids are going to remember, you know, was mom flipping out about everything all the time? Or, you know, was mom flexible? Did we just roll with things? You know, as a parent, I'm very mindful that as we go through this process, I'm teaching my children how to deal with trauma um, because this is a traumatic event. And I'm, you know, I need to teach them how to be resilient and how to be persistent. And, you know, we keep moving forward and we do what we need to do. But we are human. We have a lot going on and we all just need to do the best that we can. And I would encourage parents, if you're finding things stressful or things are difficult or not working, reach out to the teacher and let them know because even if you're not a parent, you can still be sympathetic to what other people are going through. And uh, I think especially now we all really feel that, you know, that impulse to help each other and to be supportive. So, you know, just to let, let your teacher know what you're going through so that they can work with you to find something that's going to work out better. Love that. Love that, Bonnie. Thank you so much for sharing those pearls of wisdom with us. And I think that you're spot on in terms of um, the flexibility and the grace that's required of everybody right now, uh, because none of us saw this coming. And probably if you asked us two months ago, we wouldn't have even thought that this was going to be our reality uh, today. But absolutely. So absolutely love everything that you said. So to close us out, what might be some tips that you have for any educator who's listening right now? Be flexible. Be flexible with yourself. Um, try to, this sounds funny to even say, but try to stick to those working hours from nine to one. Haha. -ha. Um, you know, if you're going to work outside of those times, I know that I am. You know, make sure that you're not putting in so much work that you are, you know, stressing yourself out. Like I, I keep going back to, there's so much real stuff to be stressed out about right now. I mean, make sure that you're doing the responsibilities of your job, but don't get, I, just just take a breath. Just take a breath. It's okay. Um, and I just really try to keep things in perspective. You know, what's going to matter in 10 years? What's going to matter in 20 years? For me, that's a way to kind of put things in perspective. So I would encourage my fellow educators to do that as well. And when you feel ready to improve your skills, you know, I think people are really still processing from all the PDs over the past few weeks, but hop on social media, look at Twitter, um, you know, look at Instagram because there are PG County teachers there and they're sharing what they're doing in their classrooms. Teachers all around the world are sharing what they're doing. None of us are experts in distance learning. And 
you know, we haven't done this before. So we really want to pull on the experiences of other teachers so that we can find out what's working and try that out in our classrooms as well. So be brave would be my advice. Be brave and be kind to, to yourself because we have a lot going on right now. That was fire. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Like just, oh, your words of wisdom were were just everything. So we really want to thank you for being here today and for, for sharing with us and with all of our listeners, um, your experience and, and your wisdom from this. So thank you so much for joining us, Bonnie. Thank you so much for asking me. Like I said, I absolutely love this podcast. I love what you're doing. I love T3. Shout out to you guys. You have really put it together the past few weeks. I don't know what PG County would do without you. I don't know what I would do without you. So, you know, on behalf of teachers to T3, kudos to you. And thank you so much for all of your support. Well, thank you, Bonnie. Thank you for everything that you do. And thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode. So uh, before I pass it over to Ashana, who's going to close us out, I just want to remind everybody to check out our PGCPS remote teaching toolkit. You've probably already seen this, but we just definitely want you to know T3 is here for you. And we have a toolkit where you can go uh, to help reach your students. So check out bit.ly forward slash PGCPS remote teaching. And now I'm going to pass it over to Ashana. Thank you. And join us for our next episode coming your way next month. In the meantime, we leave you with this one question to think about. What are your best tips to support students during school closures? Please tweet your responses using the hashtag PGCPS1, the word one, two, number two, one, the word one. Follow us on Twitter at T3PGCPS or visit us online at bit.ly forward slash T3PGCPS.